heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans, Fire Emblem Heroes, and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. It's good. Um, We're also joined by some lurkers. Uh, I believe we have Gordon. Hello, hello. How's it going, man? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. That's good. And we're also joined by Whirlwind, although uh, Whirlwind is currently trying to get a small child to go to sleep, so he might pop in later on. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, we're, we're doing a live show. This is for Extra Life. We'll get it right out of the way now. Go to bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2018 to donate and uh, help help the kids. It's for the kids. And we're going to be recording a live episode. This is a live episode. The YouTube version will be online for you to see if you missed the live show. And if you're listening now in the podcast, uh, you can still donate. Donations are taken right up until December 31st. And maybe if we get some donations in the coming weeks, we'll do something special. But uh, right now we're doing something special. It's a live show. Eddie, are you ready to get started? Yep. Cool. All right. Well, let's start with what we always start with, banner updates. Uh, we had a quite a quite a, a selection this week, did we not? Uh, yeah, um, we had a couple fall out, fall off as the Tempest Trial and the Bound Hero battle with uh, Murr and um, what's his name, Ephraim, uh, fell out. Uh, but we do still have one Murr left with the Halloween Lands Bounty banner still going on. Uh, the new Power banner is still going on till the 29th. The Tricker Defeat rerun is going on till the 15th of November. And we got our new Farfetch Heroes 2, or Brave Redux, as they're calling this one, banner that showed up and started going on until November 9th. That is quite the selection of heroes to choose from. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, why don't we start with our, our guest, uh, Gordon, here? Because he said he mm-hmm. did some pulls before uh, yeah. today. So I want to know, did you get any good good, uh, good loot? Yeah. Uh, kind of. Um, I started because I really wanted, um, I really wanted uh, Fortress Defense uh, Res for for Weirs, which we'll get to about later. And at last, I actually didn't actually pull them. Um, I ended up getting a wheel this morning that was three colorless and two greens. So I'm like, oh, just get me out of here. I picked a colorless, and there's a Loki. So that's neat. Yeah. The, yeah, so I just have a Loki right now, but uh, I'll probably hop in later, but that's about it. Oh, well, that's, you know, getting a Loki. Uh, in my mind, uh, Loki was one of the the, the unique characters yeah. to the list being the character that is that is only available in Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, but if you are a fan of... Our, actually, we are going to be talking about every new hero in the Farfetch'd uh, the banner, the Brave Redux, but um, later on in the show, but, but Eddie... Did you have any luck? Did you also get tricked by the trickster, Loki? Well, I was actually looking for the trickster, so I guess you'd sort of say she did trick me in that um, (laughs) in my hunt for her, I got uh, Cliff early on and uh, decided, you know, because I was interested in Loki more than the others. Um, You know, just trying to keep up the fake character list, I did realize that I don't have Brave Veronica yet. She was stubborn during her banner, but um, when I went back in, I did end up getting a Wayne, uh, and then 
did decide to go back in before the legendary banner, though I debated with myself about it a little. Uh, but did so, and I did finally get a Loki. Um, I actually checked their IVs earlier, and both Cliff and Owain have not very good IVs for them. Uh, I think, like, Cliff is the one, if not one of very few characters that does not really want an attack boon, uh, because his tome... Uh, works better when he has lower attack, mm-hmm. and I ended up getting an attack boon cliff. And Owain was a little more meh. He had a, um, I think it was minus defense plus res, so he has a boon in where he wants his bane. Okay. The others are a little more flexible. So, but Loki did actually have decent um, boons. She has uh, had plus attack minus defense, which. My defense is her preferred bane. She prefers speed over attack from what I was looking at. So, But attack is a good option. Okay. Well, that's good. So you, all in all, you you got you got two of the three? Or, or did you get a win? Uh, no, I ended up getting all three. Oh, nice. Owain popped up in my second attempt after Loki. And he was when I debated with myself a bit more about whether to dive back in or wait for the legendary banner. Cool. Yeah, that legendary banner is right on the horizon, and uh, I'm unsure of what to expect. But uh, uh, whirlwind, we we popped you back in here. I don't know if your mic is working, but feel free to chime in. Greetings. Hey. Greetings. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, it's the pain of having a baby at home and uh, having to take care of all of that. So I'm kind of late. I forgot. Not you were, a problem. Uh, you, you, no, we had talked. You were. Uh, you have a small child, and also. Uh, French Canadian as well, I believe, right? Oh yeah. So sorry in, av- in advance for that <laughs> accent. I'll try oh. to hide it as much as like. Don't do that. <laughs> no, no need to hide your accent. I was gonna say, I think three of us, or well, including you, we can all understand you except for Eddie. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I understand him just fine. <laughs> they they have a, a lot of my my nana. Uh, I've made this joke before on the show, and why not on a special live episode? But my nana is French Canadian. She's down in Florida, so I'm sure Eddie uh gets to speak to French Canadians all the time. Uh That's like half of the population of Florida, right? <laughs> uh well, no, I think that's uh people from the island south of us who have even harder to understand accents than Canadian accents. So Yeah. Well, it's, it, those... it is exciting. Um yep. I'm I'm really uh pumped to have you here whirlwind. Uh you're your donation to our extra life uh, team was was very appreciated, but uh, I want to know: Did you summon any any uh, great heroes this week that you wanted to share with us? Yeah, I kind of got uh, seduced by Loki, I guess, and I we spent, all did evidently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I spent a whole twenty hordes on it and got lucky. So that's not huh. too shabby. Did you get Did that's... you get Loki, or did you get someone else? Uh, I got lucky to get Loki. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm glad you picked up on that. I was like, let's see if someone else gets that. I got it. Got Good it. Stuff. Uh, that's exciting. So, so you got Loki. Uh, I mean, I stand by my word that that you know, as uh, we're talk, we're not, we'll talk about her design and and her you know skills uh, later on in the show. But her assets. Yeah, yeah. But I I kind of stand by that she be, being the unique hero in this banner from Fire Emblem Heroes. I, I did not anticipate her arriving in the game in, in this fashion. But I mean, it kind of makes sense that when you give us Veronica, you might as well give us the other 
the other unique hero, uh, right? See, the way I figure, I still think Loki's going to be crucial to future books, at least for a couple more books, or at least the next book. So I didn't expect her this early. Um, although when you actually do look at the uh, Choose Your Legends, it does fit, which we'll discuss later on. So... Yeah, no, for sure. I I think that um, I think Lo- like Loki's. So I I don't know. Whirlwind, do you have a do you have any other heroes that you summon this week before we uh before I talk about I my mean, in a whole twenty orbs? No, not no. really. <laughs> so you got Loki and twenty orbs, and you're like, well, I'm good. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. It's funny though because I noted as well that I was like I hadn't pulled, and I realized like, well, we're doing this special episode for Extra Life. We should probably. I should probably summon because I think for the last two weeks I haven't been really summoning, uh, which doesn't make for a very exciting start of the show because that's like half <laughs> the point of a gotcha game is you want to talk about what you summon. Um, so I put about 20 orbs into the Brave Redux banner, not really expecting anything. And, and honestly, I was, uh, I'm not too, again, like I'm not too attached to Cliff or uh, uh, Wayne, although Wayne is, is kind of neat. So I was just kind of like dropping orbs on, on Colorless and Loki popped up and I was like, oh, well, that was that was rather easy. <laughs> so I, I did get Loki um, in, in under 20 orbs. And, and then I was like, ah, you know what? Again, it's a special episode. I should probably dip into that Halloween banner that I've been avoiding. And... I ended up spending maybe like 60 or 60 orbs, 70 orbs maybe. And I got uh, a Halloween Mia, which was who I was kind of going for anyways, because I really liked her her character, her colors and her character design and stuff. Um, but I got to say, Tempest Trials Dorcas, the Halloween Dorcas character, I kind of dig it. He's really like, he's he's got an outrageous, like we're going to talk about... Uh, you know, costumes and, and the art for other characters uh, from this banner later on. But uh, Dorcas is kind of the equivalent. He's, he's got like, he's got short, short shorts and, and some belts across his chest and that's about it. But I kind of like his, de- I like his design. It's really, uh, it's really neat. And, and, uh, and he's strong too. So I've been playing around with him in Tempest Trials and uh, he dominated. Yeah. His, uh, his, his axe kind of looks like a Jolly Rancher. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so bright green too. I just yeah. I love how bright it is. Oh yeah, the neon green axe yeah. won't be that uh, won't stick out that much in the middle of a battle, right? Oh, they'll, they'll see you coming a mile away. But uh, it, it was I don't know. I really dug him, and I, honestly, I was prepared. I think my my old notes are still in here. I was prepared with Tempest Trials Dorcas to be like, "Yep, this is my Halloween summon. I'm cool with that." <laughs> yeah, and. I didn't notice at first, but I find it interesting that he's running around with a tail. Yeah, I the horns were obvious, but I didn't notice at first that he has a tail there too. I didn't realize he he had a tail. That's interesting. <laughs> Did anybody else catch that tail or no? No, I don't. Oh, I see it now. <laughs> I didn't notice it actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't venture that far down. He was. He's honest, right? It's true. It's pretty distracting. Yep. You see the axe. You see the, you know, the nipple covers, and you're kind of like, oh, oh. But uh, yeah, he's got a tail. Good to know. Um, I'm curious it's, though. It's nice that they're giving eye candy for the ladies in the Halloween banner. Yeah, look at that. He does have a tail. He must. Oh well, duh. He's cosplaying. Uh, or not cosplaying. He's <laughs> cosplaying. Dressing up as kind of like a minotaur or a bull, I guess. Or oh something. yes, he's supposed to be a minotaur. I don't know. I just really like the art of like his his pumpkin. 
and it's filled with uh, with candy and that green axe, and that green axe just looks so cool. But anyways, I just yep. enough gushing over over Dorcas. But um, <laughs> yes. how did you guys do with the heroic feats this week? Well, that one we just kind of happened. It was oh, okay. the infantry units. We succeeded. Yay, I guess, and got a free Marissa. The mm-hmm. new free hero is Oliver, uh, another Grand Hero Battle unit uh, coming out, and you get him for. Uh, we'll get him uh, if we run heroes with accessories a hundred million times before Halloween. My gosh, that's like that's a lot of times. A hundred million. Yeah, but also the forging bonds started today, so in theory you should be running every time you go in there uh, four heroes with accessories. Mm-hmm. So. Well, let's talk about the forging bonds because uh, I'm I'm curious about about that story because I think Opera you had mentioned that it's a bit cringeworthy and I agree. Yeah, but I, I want to War- know your yeah. thoughts on that. Yeah, uh, well, Whirlwind actually mentioned it. Oh, Whirlwind, um, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. You get all the success, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> we all got Loki though, or Loki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm curious, Whirlwind, what did you think about the about the uh, the forging bond story? The very beginning, it sets it up in such a cringeworthy way. Yeah, that that's pretty much sums it up. Like you got two ladies that are, let's say, dressed for the occasion that are fighting for your love, and uh, yeah, that's not the kind of uh, content I usually get in my games. So uh, I I cringe the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it goes to a conversation that we've had a couple times on the show about how and and in general across all games it's developers still see the the need to kind of cater to the male audience in a way which i don't really understand because i know with fire emblem yeah. the fire emblem franchise as a whole is enjoyed by uh both genders if anything i think it's it's uh it it would be probably the closest to 50 50 across across a lot of franchises right um like i don't have numbers to back this up but i i know i've seen anecdotally that you know uh female gamers do really enjoy the fire emblem franchise so it's kind of really weird to see something that is clearly like like a dude fantasy or or something right oh you must have some frightening fantasies in ryan because um <laughs> you know. turn around on me i'm just <laughs> I just well, more you, say, you say that Loki and Averse are, uh, uh, you know, dude fantasy, but those guys, those two are so obsessive. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought Camilla was bad, but at least Camilla only wants to smother you with, let's call them hugs. Um, yeah, Loki and Aversa, I feel like, um, like if I were to, yeah, I was gonna say if I were to summon or support either of them in the game, I feel like my barracks would start. Uh, emptying out as heroes vanished after I used them instead of those two. One of those two. Are they still get feathers? <laughs> uh, possibly. Just a pile of feathers where they were minutes <laughs> ago. Uh, Hachikumo in the chat room is, is suggesting it's almost more Japanese culture c- compared to dude fantasy though. So like I, I, that might be something we're missing. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not a, I'm not super steeped in you know Japanese culture and and uh, the games that uh, the games and media that normally portray that like Persona and and stuff like that. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I kind of feel bad for Cliff with this some uh, forging bonds. I mean, <laughs> he he pops in because he's confused, thinking that Loki and Aversa are related because of their behavior and stuff, and then Owain in his normal subtle 
glory uh, drags him into judging who fights the enemies better. <laughs> I love Cliff in this story because he's everybody else. Just like, what is happening and why am I here and why did they set this up? So again, it, uh, Intelligent Systems kind of redeems themselves with that. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, Loki and Aversa, that is their characters in their respective games. They're very creepy. They're very stalkerish. Uh, so at least they keep yeah. that intact. But uh, yeah, it was um, it was a bit much. I didn't get very far, so I didn't get any second or third parts from those characters. I just got the I just got the intro. But um, I imagine yeah. it does not let up. Um, it doesn't really. I got to the first uh, group discussion, and like it shows Loki and Aversa being Loki and Aversa, then Anna, Sharina, and Alphonse discussing it, and. And is like, well, it, uh, looking at them slaughter things, I guess, you know, we'll see how this goes. Just mm-hmm. don't let Dralfir knows, or whatever, or the summoner know, you know. And then um, it jumps to Cliff being like, what did you drag me into, Elaine? If they don't, if they hate each other so much, let them fight each other. And Elaine points out, like, look at them slaughtering all those people. This is, you know, <laughs> look, look at how powerful they're being and facing it against our enemies mm-hmm. so but yeah it's a it was a rocky start but i think you know as we go it'll it might get like you said it i uh, actually like you yeah. said it continues to, to head down that path but uh uh there was one new feature they added with this forging bonds that i tested out um and uh it essentially if you start the battle like go all the way to the point where you're opening up the map without equipping accessories it prompts you stating that um, the accessories will give you a boost in points and offers to auto-equip them for you. Hmm. So mm-hmm. if you're using multiple teams, that's a nice little feature in case you forget to oh, equip really? a set of accessories. That's really handy, actually, because I often forget. So I'll have to I'll have to take a look. at. So yeah. you said it's just a button or it automatically pops up? It automatically pops up. As you're going through, if you do not have the appropriate accessories equipped, you get all the way to the point where it's about to start the map. You've clicked through all things. You can't back out of the map now. And it pops up with a little pop-up window saying, you know, something, I don't remember exactly what it said, but accessories will give you a better score. Mm -hmm. Would you like to auto-equip some accessories? Cool. Oh, yeah, really as Hachikumo handy. points out, it pops up at the last possible moment. Okay. It, I I must have had... So I, I guess if I have some of those accessories equipped, it doesn't pop up. Because I, I only played once to get the two orbs, but uh, it must not have... Yeah. I don't I know. Maybe if you have at least four. one, it doesn't pop up. But hmm. when I did it, I had all the old accessories from the previous round set up. So they weren't the bonuses for this one. And it popped up for me. Cool. Sorry, Roll, when you were you were saying something there? Yeah, I said I just stopped in there with uh, another team that's not wearing accessories, and it popped up. So yeah, that's oh. that's really yep. handy. Well, good tip, good tip for sure. Uh, uh, moving into some more of the modes that were you know active over the last week, uh, Tempest Trials. I I actually finished it. It's been a couple months since I've actually capped out a ta- uh, Tempest Trials. Did you guys actually, Agetti? Did you tap out? Uh, get that all done? Uh, yep, I usually cap out. I was apparently slower than I realized because I was um, at about 45,000 at about 10 p.m. before it ended or so. Mm-hmm. might even have been later because of work, but 
managed to uh, rush through and get it finished. Just barely hitting 50k. Cool. Well, you got 50k. That's the orbs, right? Uh, yep. And what about you, Gordon? Uh, I uh, I didn't finish it, but mainly I, I have troubles once when it's literally just gems, feathers, and orbs. I kind of get trouble just, well, I've uh, basically got everything that I wanted, right? So, But I did pretty much get almost there. I think I had one more tier. Yeah. In something like Forging Bonds, I understand that uh, feeling. Once you get all the accessories, both versions, it's like, yeah, it's one orb yeah. if I just keep going. <laughs> Tempest Trials, I feel like it's enough orbs that it's worth it to go and finish out and get those free orbs. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Whirlwind? I did get it on the last day. I was, uh, I, I think I forgot to do it uh, a couple of days, but usually when you just play the, the two uh, times three bonus uh, each day, you usually end up uh, getting the 250k without too much hassle. Yeah. No, oh, I found that as well. Like if I'm just scraping the bottom of the barrel, like just scratching the top of the surface or whatever, um, with those two bonuses, you do get a majority of the unique rewards. So that's probably it. Sounds like that's what you're doing, uh, Gordon. Right? You're just kind of going in, doing your dailies yeah. and getting out. Yeah, that's basically about it. Cool. Yeah. Um, this past week, we also had another round of bland, I mean, Grand Conquest. <laughs> your favorite um, mode. Yeah, it's a great mode. <laughs> I, I I don't know why it just never has really, you know, caught on for me. It's just kind of meh, and I completely forgot to hop into battle two. Wow! I managed to hop into battle one on the last day of that battle for a, a couple times, but completely forgot battle two. Oh wow! So uh, now you know, Eddie, you and I get to go back and forth all the time on why Grand Conquest is such a a mode in the game but you know since we have opera here you know gordon let's let's hear it like as a fan of grand conquest you you have the floor good sir yeah um i i like it because it's just like this grand kind of grand conquest grand <laughs> scale where you get to use just a bunch of heroes and um I, I i was an actor for about five years so i have this large imagination so when i when i go in i'm just i just I get into it and I'm like, oh, okay, I got to send all my units over here. Oh, we lost a unit over here. And then I, I don't know. I just, I get carried away on it and I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And then I get to use my friend's units too. And then mm -hmm. they send back up and it's, just, it's really fun in my opinion. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah. it's nice that there are different modes that different people like. So mm -hmm. it's good that there are people out there who do like grand conquests. And I think that that was well-spoken. I think it makes perfect sense, and uh, I, I didn't think you were going to sway Eddie no matter what. Like, uh, yeah, it no. wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I mean, the amount of time it takes to manually do it, it just kind of, you know, I don't know. It just you're right. It there takes are times time. when I'm there are times when I have the time and I don't mind running through it, but you know, most of the time I'm just auto battling it, and then. It you know if I actually watch it while it's auto battling, it drives me crazy. Just like any other mode, if I watch it while it auto battles, so. you should do like I do. It should get a baby and then just auto battle everything, and then you you, <laughs> you have something else to do while you auto battle. <laughs> well, I gotta find someone crazy enough to date me and marry me before I have a baby. I'm one of those old-fashioned people who feels you shouldn't have a baby just randomly out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's good it's good advice but you know Whirlwind's right like I think with auto battle I'll find that um, if I'm not doing anything else 
uh, then I get then I'm not happy with it. But if I'm if I'm doing something else like maybe watching a show I don't like and like every time a commercial comes on I'll set up a new battle. But like you're right, that's often why I would kind of not be able to cap out Tempest Trials because I wouldn't bother to do the do the auto battle. But uh, with Grand Conquest this week, I. I completely forgot to use my lances. Like, I grinded them all up, I collected them, and usually what I do is I use them all at the end. I completely forgot, and then this morning, because last night I was I was like, okay, I'm not going to play games, I'm going to go to bed, and I'm going because I'm going to be playing for 24 hours tomorrow. Um, and then I forgot all my lances were just sitting there, and they faded into dust, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I actually finished Tap Battle this week, though. I went through the whole thing. Um, and again confession ryan should have known this by now but uh, i waited for the main quest to pop up and then if you actually haven't done any of your tap battles and you work your way through them um completing 20 stages is the entirety of tap battle so i went through the entirety of tap battle all all in a row it was uh it was the worst thing ever it was not it was not that fun (laughs) it was okay but um yeah tap battle is is something i i should be keeping up on every week and not waiting until I have to do all of it at once. Um, yeah, if I were doing it all at once, it would probably drive me crazy too. I mean, I've gotten to a point where as soon as the daily quests finish, if I have any I need to run through to get the main set of quests done, I do that, and then I ignore it until the next one. So, yeah. once again, I'm sure there are people who enjoy the crap out of Tap Battle, hop <laughs> in and play it every day, but that's not me. Uh, I, I really like Tap Battle. <laughs> I, I I like rhythm games, so yeah. Yeah. so I'll put it on expert on hard and just sit there and do everything. And I'm like, oh, is that it? Nice. Yeah, yeah I can't back in the game. I can't carry. I can't. I can barely carry a tune into buckets. So you know, yeah. rhythm games aren't my thing. Yeah. I feel like I'm following the rhythm. I feel like I'm doing well, and it's saying wrong, 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 wrong. So, you know, I I kind of knew from the start rhythm games. You know, it being a rhythm game, it wasn't going to be my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do do at least expert. I can't, you know, the few times I have to go into um, normal for the uh, not expert, no hard mode, not expert. A few times I have to go into normal for the uh, daily quests. It's like torturously slow and simple. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah, I, I, it is what it is, but it, it is interesting. Like now, that's two modes where someone comes on and is like, "Yeah, no, I really like that mode." And so it's great <laughs> that we have this like new perspective of things. But um, yeah. Eddie, I'm I'm curious. Like, let's we've run down a lot of the modes, but let's let's give a, a summary and then we'll move on to the next topic. Uh, yeah. Well, right now we currently have, of course, a new Blessed Gardens in Tactics Drill. Uh, we have the Rival Domains uh, that. Uh, started today, going on till next Saturday. Um, the Illusory Dungeon, as we were discussing, is going on till the 11th of November. Uh, versus Grand Hero Battles, going on till the 3rd, uh, next Saturday as well. And the Forging Bonds that just started today goes on till the 11th of November. Perfect. And just a note from the chat room, Hachikumo is saying that you can actually spam... I don't know if he's joking, but spam tap battle by just spamming the bottom tap button, and that'll that'll auto battle it. But like you you still have to kind of pay attention to it by by tapping. But I guess that would work, right? Uh, events coming up before November third, 
We got a voting gauntlet login and um, probably a banner or banners of some kind starting on the 28th. So tomorrow we'll probably probably get news on that real soon, right? Uh, yep. In theory, tonight okay, or well. tomorrow when it starts. True. Um, well, by yeah, tomorrow at the very latest. <laughs> busy week. We got something new every day except Friday. Well, there you go. Uh, Heroes with Smoke Skills banner on the 29th. Water Blessing quests on the 30th. Legendary Hero banner and battle on the 31st. Happy Halloween. And then the Voting Gauntlet will start proper on November 1st, followed by a Bound Hero Battle Revival between Tiki and Naui on the 3rd of November. Uh, cool. So, Eddie, um, our topic this week is going to be the, the four new heroes uh, that have been presented to us through the Brave yep. Redux and the Grand Hero so, Battle. Farfetch Heroes 2, or mm-hmm. Brave Redux Manor, and the Versa Grand Hero Battle. The four, um, as they did last year with the Farfetch Heroes, the four most popular heroes from Choose Your Legends Round 2 who are technically not in the game. Uh, an argument could be made made about Wayne and Odin, uh, but I feel that's a different enough character because they were different games. And, of course, as usual, uh, for some reason, there are some characters that just don't seem to exist according to... Um, IS, uh, which would be the B-Stone units. You think they, uh, just, they just literally skip over those then, eh? They did. There were a couple. Um, I don't know if she was top 10, but Selkie was high up there, higher than Aversa at least. Um, but, you know, and I think Caden was even in there too, but they just skipped over them. And so until they decide what they're doing about B-Stone units, we will be ignored or until they win a Choose Your Legends themselves, they will be ignored. Well, we'll get there soon enough, hopefully. Um, yep. What it was, was the... a bit of a... Sorry? No, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. It was a bit of a surprise that the banner was only three units, but, you know, as I uh, speculated, half did, if it was only three units, that the Grand Hero battle would be the fourth hero, and, yep, it was. It was... Uh, Aversa, meaning this year, unless you skip the Grand Hero Battle, you'll get at least one of the characters. Uh, technically a villain, but, you know, not one of the heroes, but a villain. But still, you will get them. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, Well, that's really good. And let's start off with uh, Loki, the trickster. So the, the character who we all summoned. Uh, so we'll all have lots to say here, but I'll run down a general description, and then we'll, we'll have some some, descript- uh, some time to discuss. So the first of the two women in the vote, not yet in the game, coming in at number six in the women's bracket and number ten overall, is everyone's favorite shapeshifter, Loki. She comes with her staff. Is the T silent? Is it just Hawk? Thawk? That, whoops. I pronounce it Thawk? <laughs> It's way too close to, to, to dropping the F-bomb, so uh, we, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, which has Wrathful Staff built in, and if she has three or more HP, then her opponents in the same row or column as her uh, suffer uh, from a gravity effect. She also That, that was mm-hmm. a typo for my uh, effect. Oh. There's no same row or column that matters for that staff. Oh. if Or no, wait. No, Loki. I'm thinking of Ursa. That's correct. Yeah. I'm... Brain we'll farting. Get, we'll get there. Uh, so she also comes with Restore Plus, Earth Water Bomb Plus, Odd Attack Wave, and Colorless Dual Infantry Skill for your Dagger, Bow, or Staff users in Arena. So who wants to uh, 
Who wants to talk about this one first? Anyone got thoughts on... I mean, we all should have thoughts on Loki. We all got her, right? So, uh, Yep. Got her and all her um, skills. Mm-hmm. Like Aversa as all her skills. <laughs> uh, You're you being know. so subtle. Yes. Subtle, so, subtle as a brick. Subtle as a Wayne. <laughs> um, yeah, like, like uh, well, let's let's talk about it because I think when Loki was announced as a character in book two, she was uh, very like her art was very revealing, and uh, it was kind of like a Camilla situation where it's like, wow, this is sticking out like a sore thumb because it's clearly like intelligence. This is the intelligent system character that has large yeah. breasts and just uh, hangs around in the game and. Um, De- definitely sticking out. So yeah, like I, I mean, we've talked about it before, but you know, her art is—I don't know. It's just—it's—it's it's one of—it's just something that comes with these games, unfortunately. Because I find like when I'm playing the game, I told a friend about this podcast we were starting it, and and they go to the they go to the website, and the first thing they see is the book two art, which includes Loki, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this is one of those anime games, right?" I'm like, "Ugh." Well, I guess, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to stick around on this topic too long, but like, it, it is. It, it comes with the territory of the game, right? I think like we we shouldn't expect it to go away anytime soon, unless. unless I mean, it it launched her from in less than two months up hmm. to number ten overall in the Choose Your Legends ranking, so it's working to some degree. <laughs> Would I be naive in thinking that's solely because like we were trying to get them to give us a hero that we didn't think they were ever planning on giving us, although her being available in this, you know, banner kind of makes it seem like I, intelligent I systems don't didn't know. care? I mean If I if fact- I remember correctly, uh Veronica was like as soon as people wanted to do some uh, odd heroes voting for Veronica and Loki started to uh to come up. I know Veronica won over Loki because she ended up in top two. But yeah, I think it's it's just uh, it was just a way to tell intelligence system. Oh, you gave us power, let's abuse it. Yeah, I mean, you could look <laughs> at both Possibly, ways. I right? mean, I mean, I kind of wanted Veronica as a hero from the start, so I was happy that Veronica won, and I do like that Veronica beat out Loki, which goes to show that it's not just her assets that matter. Her art assets. You just say art. <laughs> no, but I, <laughs> sure. I, but no, I understand what you're saying. Like, it, it's nice to at least acknowledge that uh, you know a, a majority of the game uh, community was looking at this vote and being like, "Well, I'm going to vote for Loki." But really, what I want to see is Veronica. Like, if you're right, when when they gave us that power, it's like, well, let's use it to kind of cheat the system and make them give us a character that that uh, doesn't necessarily. It should ne- shouldn't necessarily exist in our inventory because, like, when you summon Veronica and when you summon Loki, uh, they establish that it is a alternate universe Loki and Veronica, right? Um, so Loki seems a little less established. Well, in the as the alternate universe Loki, but I think she probably is. And uh, also, when we got the Sharina and Alphonse from Spring, it confirmed that they were alternate universe versions of them. Yeah. I think, well. I think they establish it in the forging bonds pretty pretty legitly but uh yeah it could it could be anything because loki seems to exist outside of any specific timeline in in the ways that we've interacted with she's this mysterious being like she's not a normal well, you know, well going hero. to the 
going to the forging bonds part in the first personal conversation with Loki, um, even if she is from an alternate universe, she is just as much of a thorn in uh, our people's side as she is there, it seems, because she, seems ex- she seemed very excited to see how crestfallen everyone seemed that she came out mm-hmm. when she got summoned. Yeah. So. Does anybody else, uh, like, Opera or Whirlwind, do you have any thoughts on Loki? Uh, I mean, I haven't had a chance to actually, like, use her as a unit, so I don't really have... But, I mean, yeah. it just seems... Yeah, me neither. I haven't really used her yet. I just kind of leveled her up, gave her some skills, and then just went, eh, you can sit there. Um, did you guys notice that in every banner, uh, IS try, try, uh, tries to put a, uh, a fan service character in? Yeah. For the most part? Yeah. I think yeah, that's, and that's the gotcha like formula, the... right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, like, um, the summer one showed that they're definitely trying to focus on, I guess, more the male or, yeah. I don't know, maybe they feel the females want the women too, but, like, the summer banners, there were often three females and one male. Yeah. Um, I think even with the Halloween banner, it's three females and one male. Yeah, I, I think it would be very interesting. I, I know that uh, on our friend Fire Emblem podcast, uh, Phaeology, they've certainly had... Uh, actual, I think they've had authors from Serene's Forest or Game Press. Maybe it was Game Press, where they actually talked to a, a, a female author there who is a, a big fan of Fire Emblem Heroes, and they got to chat from it, chat about it from that perspective. And um, I think it would be very interesting to look at that because, you know, for me, I'm summoning based on you know personal interest in in these heroes, and I think Loki fits into that category as just a unique character in the game similar to veronica and that she's only available in fire emblem, fire emblem heroes uh so it's it's interesting but yeah it's hard like with characters like this it's hard to get around the fact that people might look at this and be like well i know why people are going to be summoning this one um but she is she's a fairly strong unit or am i incorrect in that statement it feels like there's been a lot of like staff u- units coming up that uh that are fairly powerful yeah she's- Sorry, she's, go ahead. she's super strong just for the the colorless dual uh, infantry skill mm-hmm. like she's gonna bring some staff users into the tier 21 meta and <laughs> if razzle dazzle <laughs> is uh, a good combo to have in arena well she's gonna bring it to tier 21 so that's a good change oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. yeah um i mean also if you look at this banner it seems kind of the theme is a bit of power creep Mm-hmm. I mean, aside oh, yes. from just the colorless dual infantry skill, uh, she has Earth Water Bomb Plus. Um, I don't even know if Earth Water Bomb itself was in there, which is a dual stat uh, bomb skill. Uh, but this one uh, increases the amount of stats. It increases even higher than a normal two stat skill. Um, let me try and pull it up quickly. If any of you have any thoughts on it, go ahead and mention it. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any specific other thoughts on on Loki. Just it's it is really cool to hear that they are kind of you know tipping the scales with uh, with this banner and kind of do some power creep and stuff. Like, and it makes sense for Loki to to bring that aspect to it and and bring staff users the razzle dazzle combo into the twenty one tier arena because like that's that's her jam. Literally, her subtitle is the trickster. So uh, you couldn't have picked a better hero to to kind of upend the table, right? 
Uh, yep. Um, I did pull it up, and Earth Water Bomb gives Defense Res plus four. The plus gives Defense Res plus six when it triggers off of her staff. Hmm. So that's a bit of a boost from the normal. Um, it does seem like Earth Water Bomb itself is as powerful as a single stat one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Earth Water, the plus, is definitely adding a bit of extra boost to it. So when she heals, uh, when it's active, it gets a you know, defense res six to all the allies. Yeah. Well, I think Loki's tricked us uh, enough into talking about her for this long. So why don't we talk a bit about uh, Wayne here, our long-awaited friend. Yes, the level of dramatic overacting in the game has reached its full potential. With the arrival of Wayne, who was the top non-beast male unit at 26 overall, uh, he comes with the sword version of Mistletane, uh, which I think was the weapon that uh, Ophelia had, his daughter. Um, and it accelerates the special trigger automatically and then gives him a boosted cooldown when the enemy attacks. Uh, probably almost guaranteeing that his special trigger is pretty much every battle. Um, he comes with a new bur- boosted version of the Wodao effect to his weapon uh, as a special. Um, it's called Blue Flame. It automatically adds 10 damage when the special triggers. Uh, but if he's actually next to the next to an ally when it triggers, it'll boost it by 25. Uh, he also comes with attack defense bond, wrath, which means um, if he's been hurt by at least a quarter of his health, he'll get an, even another 10 off of his attack, his special triggering. Um, and spur speed slash defense. Hmm. So, well, that's good. Yep. And and um, did you get any any th- additional thoughts on Owain? I mean, personally, I I don't really have any anything else. I think his art is really cool. He certainly looks more interesting than Odin. Hmm. Uh, yeah, his art is nice. Um, with his weapon and wrath, he can really pile on extra damage pretty quick. Hmm. Uh, but there is the issue that you have to actually listen to Owain talk. Which, um, yes, I know it's well known that I'm a giant Lissa fan from my playthrough with her in Awakening, but he was the one reason I kind of regretted having uh, romancing Lissa in Awakening, because I mean, his his delusions are so cringeworthy they make my cringes cringe. <laughs> so it's been a it's been a cringy uh, a, a cringy banner i guess but uh yeah and, no. and the fact that he never shuts off is what really drives me crazy i think the best part is when he does shut off and you kind of see that crack through and it's like oh wow like you, you really have to push him over the edge to to see that happen and uh yeah and but it is always fun when when his uh, his facade cracks a little bit uh but i think with uh with Owain it's interesting that they've waited this long, but my favorite thing, my favorite experience with Owain in the game so far is that in uh, in Forging Bonds, I unlocked his first conversation. The first thing he addresses is Odin in the game. Yeah, I did get a kick out of that too. And I, I, I just love that. And that's what I look for in Forging Bonds. But I personally don't think I'll be summoning for him. But, you know, we uh, Warwind and Opera, you mentioned that this was like a, you know, a, a, an upset or power creep type banner is Owain that guy like is uh, is Owain just kind of the dud of the group like where does he stand against these other foes uh, 
I don't know. I, I I never really liked a Wayne, so it was kind of one that I tried to purposely avoid. But uh, I like his C skill quite a bit. Yeah. Um, he doesn't. He seems. I feel like probably the least powerful out of the three. I mean, his power creep is in his special. Yeah. His blue yeah. flame, which is re uh, is inheritable, and the fact that it gives the same effect as. Wrath or Wodow um, automatically, and it can be even stronger with the 25 if you have him next to an ally. So, I mean, that's yeah. where his power creep is in his special skill. Cool. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if we have anything else to, to say on Owain here, but uh, he's a red. He's a uh, a red sword user, correct? Yes, he okay. is a sword yep. user, so he is in a crowded field to begin with. Yeah, um, my other question was, uh, we should have probably addressed this at the top of the uh, banner discussion, but is this, so this is a new heroes? Are we going to have one of these guys drop down, or are they all five-star special heroes? Like, I can't remember what they did last time. Um, I don't remember if they did drop any of the uh, brave, uh, the far-fetched heroes down or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Dorcas stayed five star. I can't remember exactly who else was on that banner last year. I think there was um, Mia. Mia might have been one of them, and I think she stayed five star. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was just curious because I feel like if you were to see of, one of these guys, fall... of all of them, yeah, if any of them get demoted, it probably would be a Wayne out of mm-hmm. the three. Okay. Because uh, I could see just Loki them wanting to keep her as a five star only just because yeah. Loki and possibly that earth water bomb plus as well mm-hmm. um and Cliff with his tier 4 skill uh, I could definitely see them wanting to keep tier 4 skills a bit harder to get hold of mm-hmm. so well uh coming in number 33 in the vote is Cliff the curious spirit and uh, feeling out, feeling left out from the Echoes crew, we finally have Cliff joining us as a blue mage. His big skill is that he has possibly the first combined fortress. Oh, sorry, has maybe the first? Did we ever determine that if it was the first combined fortress def- uh, defense slash resistance? I. It's hard to really check unless someone yeah. has actually yeah, he verified is. it. Okay, so he is. Okay. Uh, but not only that, uh, it is a tier four skill, giving them more of a boost than. Uh, Fortress Defense 3 or Fortress Resistance 3 to both stats and even has less loss of attack to it. He also comes with a, I'm going to try my best, Sagati Tome, Growing Light, Chill Speed, and Fortify Resistance. This seems like a pretty Uh, heavy kit. Yeah, I I pronounce it Sagittae. Sagittae. Sagati could work too. (laughs) Sagati Um, sounds like I didn't try that hard. Yeah. And like I mentioned, the thing about Sagittatome is that um, it does grant defense automatically, three. Um, and at the start of the combat, if the foe's attack is greater than Cliff's attack, plus five, he gets attack, speed, defense, and resistance, plus five during combat. Which is why you generally want a neutral or slightly lower uh, attack Cliff over a plus attack because you want that boost to all his stats if you can get it if you're using Sagittae. Cool. 
So, and, and it is really neat to see Cliff arrive, literally being the 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 missing villager from Echoes. Like they left him out yep. over a year ago, and they finally brought him into the game. Like were they literally just waiting? I mean, we haven't had an Echoes banner since that banner, correct? Uh, we think we've had one. Maybe. Oh, now um, that I'm thinking about it. Uh, we. No, we got the Celica, who was an alt. They oh, the fallen the Celica. Celica, but that was not a Echoes banner. No. I thought we had another one, but maybe we haven't. But um. You know, and I yeah, I did double check it. I looked through the skills in Fortress Defense three and Res three both give plus five, while the tier four uh, combo one gives plus six. So that's definite power creep there. But hmm. yeah, it's a uh, it's it's really interesting. So again, like another power creep offer with Owain, and uh, you're the only one that got Owain, right, Eddie? Nobody else. I was able to summon, or not a Wayne, sorry, Cliff. We were talking about Cliff. I think Sandman in the channel in Discord had gotten him, but I think I'm the only one from the group here that got him. Is anybody I know, uh, get him? Whirlwind and Opera were both looking for him. Yeah, to I wanted him really badly. <laughs> give, give, give Fortress Defense Res to... He who uh, shall some, not be named. Some obnoxious <laughs> healer that they're obsessed with. He'll get his uh, time in the sunlight, all right? We're getting to it. Just hold on. Uh, so uh, we'll get there soon enough. Uh, so that's. I think that's that's going to do it for Cliff. Let's round out our final one with our Grand Hero Battle uh, offering. Uh, we have Versa, the second best non-beast female unit from the vote, coming in at 41. Uh, she comes with a unique tome that punishes you for grouping up your units if they have at least three or less health than her. Um, she also comes with Dragon Fang, Fang HP speed, in uh, odd resistance wave. Cool. Um, definitely the fewest skills, but she is the. Um, well, she's free. Grand Hero Battle free unit, so. But it is a tough battle. Um, I've only really hopped in once and wasn't really thinking when I started the battle and used an armored team, which generally needs or is forced just by their movement to stack up. So she hit me at least once with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was only able to get a finish, get through the first battle, so I have a, a three-star uh, version of her. Um I mean, you know, uh, from Awakenings, right? And that's her her game. Yep, she's from Awakenings, and it was kind of funny to, uh, interesting to see her react to Owain during the forging bonds. Yeah, yeah, she does have some very specific things to say uh, about about Owain and and just the whole situation in general. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I I think like. It's hard to it's hard to kind of discuss this one because she is like a free unit, so she's kind of got a, a specific type of kit. But uh, Gordon, did you get a chance to get in there and unlock her, or are you still waiting to do that? Oh uh, yeah, I got her. Uh, that's it. She's still level one. Yeah, <laughs> I I got her once. I uh, my friend told me to basically take her out first, so that's what I did. And yeah, I don't know if I'm ever gonna use her, but you know she's good in the collection. Yeah. Yeah, it's a free unit. You might as well, might as well get it. You might as well, right, yeah. And Whirlwind, did you have any luck with uh, the Grand Hero Battle? 
I did complete all three, but wow. uh, for the infernal one, I I kind of used the guide because I gave up after. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the guide. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I feel like uh, the units is really strong in uh, Eddie's favorite mode, the the Grand Conquest. Just uh, if you five star. Yeah, that would be pretty useful in Grand Conquest with uh With her her uh, tome. Yep, her tome. Yeah, no, that's a that is a really good, a really good point, and um, yeah, no, actually, that is really good. I might have to I might have to level her up just to have for Grand Con Conquest just to hang out, or, or maybe just convince someone to take on that project and uh, set them as their friend, uh, friend usable unit. Uh, that's a really good point. Um, we already talked a bit about forging bonds. Is there anything else we want to add uh, uh, to forging bonds what? before we move on? I think we covered pretty much everything I had in there to discuss. Cool. Just covered a little earlier than I was expecting, which is fine. I didn't see it in the out. notes. Yep. Yeah. Not uh, a problem. Um, so now we're on to Summoner's Focus. Oh. Uh, we had a poll last week for a character from Shadow Dragon in Marth 1. Oh, uh, no. It was Riss. <laughs> it was Riss. Could you imagine? <laughs> uh, Gordon came. Gordon came in second with a whole two votes last I checked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Compared oh. to Riss's eight when I was last checking. So everybody loves Riss. Yeah. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. People, people. Or, say or that. it could have easily been a case of peeling off the bandage and getting it over with. Well, this yeah. is. There's no better time to do it because we have uh, two guests on here that are are big fans of of Riss and what what he does or may not do, depending on uh, <laughs> on on who you ask. But uh, yeah, we're gonna we're without. Let's get the band aid ripped off. We're gonna talk about Riss uh, for this summoner's focus, and we've got our our lovely guests here. So if you, if the guests have the notes up, uh, why don't uh, why don't uh, uh, Gordon? Why don't you read this lore intro and then add any flavor oh. you wish to add because you're a fan? Yeah, sure. He's a playable character from the Arcania, yeah, Arcania series of Fire Emblem. Uh, a curate from Talos, uh, Riss joins joins Marf to defend his country from the invasion of the Galder pirates, and just never leaves. No, ah. unless you kill him, which we did not do. Oh. They just haven't been. Using uh, I, I've gotten to the point where I've left him in the uh, convoy because you know he just it's, wasn't getting any stats when he leveled up. It, it's okay. He's not a good unit. <laughs> not in that game. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought the truth was about to come out here. And... Oh no, no. He's a great unit in heroes. There. I will admit, in heroes, he has possibly still the best resistance. So exactly. There he, you go. He can tank any most any major attacks that come at him. He doesn't do any damage back, but he can tank their attacks. Uh, well, I, I just added a little fun fact here that I thought was very interesting. In And I haven't played the game, but in New Mystery of the Emblem, uh, Riss will offer the Avatar the option to shave their head bald at the end of Chapter 3X, provided that he survives the chapter. And I mean, I don't know. Like, that's really weird. I, I don't know what, what, what other way to describe it. But that's just kind of weird. That's completely normal. That's what every old people do. Yeah, they yeah, just come up and like... offer to shave your head. Yeah, yeah. that's how it works. Okay, yeah. I guess I need just to hang out with old. more old people then. Is that what you're saying? I actually, no, I don't want to because I like my <laughs> Um Well, let's uh, let's continue on and talk about our personal experience. Now, uh, Eddie, I think you and I can just say nope and move on. And, and 
yeah, I got him at level 40. Probably did it during his three heroes or just while I was trying to level random people up. But uh, I got him to level 40. You're a stronger man than I because I, I just don't. Nope. Uh, I know I'm a bad person. Um, but Gordon, let's start with you. Like, what's what's your personal experience? What's your relationship with Wrist like? Okay. Um, when I started playing the game when it first came out, mm-hmm. uh, naturally, like everybody else, he was one of the very first people I've summoned. Yeah. And I just really liked his art, and I just found that he was just this this old guy who was just in in the game. He was at the start of the game too. He was just in the game. So I decided, hey, I'm deeply offering you potions. <laughs> yeah. So I decided, hey, I'm gonna make him a five star. So now he's a five star plus four on his way to a plus ten. Uh, no, no, that's really good. And and whirlwind, what about you? Like, what's your experience with with Riss? Well, Riss. Okay, okay. Let's get that out of the way. We've all been pronouncing it wrong. Explain yeah. how we've been pronouncing it wrong. I don't know. I it, it, I feel like it just rolls off the tongue better as Weirs. I don't know, but you know that could just be me. Well, I mean, I guess I can kind of see that because it is a lot closer to rhyme worse. With weirs, the wrist, ah, but... ah, the shame. Okay, <laughs> it's just Eddie's got an answer for everything. You can't, you weirs can't get past. This is like Grand Conquest all over again. You just, you, you, there's nothing you can say. Uh, I, I pronounce it wrist because it's W R Y S. The R is before the Y. But then there's wrist from Path of Radiance, who isn't in the game yet, but still it confuses everybody. Well, mainly me, but it confuses a lot of people. I mean, you could be spelling the same sounding name two different ways it could be like uh, could be like chris and chris but ones with a k or is that a bad example i mean there's two minervas in the game and you don't see people complaining about that there are two minervas in the game two minervas well there's sure Shir- riding minerva and then the character minerva <laughs> yeah my uh, kind of uh, my fav- favorite kind of fan art is uh, is the uh oh I shouldn't have said it like that but uh there was this one piece of fan art in this uh fire emblem heroes subreddit which is a safe for work subreddit and there was this fan art where it was like uh sheriff riding minerva and it was just sheriff sheriff and then and i think it was like the character art of minerva and they were like giving a piggyback ride or something uh, it was it was safe for work. It was not anything. I'm sure you can find that if you really want to, but uh, that's not what I saw. But, I'm sure you can find other stuff too. <laughs> yeah. Well, we won't my, get a. My favorite fan out is a Camus riding a cow. Wow. <laughs> um, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. That's good. Yeah, that was a weird one to find out about that pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Camus. Speaking Camus. of weird pronunciations, Camus is pronounced Camus. Oh right, I remember that. <laughs> Because he's French. Yeah, I guess so. Apparently. That's not how you say it in French. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious. Uh, so, with with the weird wrist uh, conversation of the way, like whirlwind, what's your what's your experience with 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 weirs? With the kindly priest. Yes, the uh, kindly priest. Yeah, yeah I love kindly him. interchangeable. I love him. You always get him. So getting getting him to plus ten is like super easy. <clears throat> well. I guess that I use him. I did five star him uh, back uh, when I started uh, chatting in the Discord about Riss all the time. So I, uh, I decided to five star. I didn't put more than uh, two two uh, merges on him, so he's at uh, plus two. Cool. But yeah, as soon as I get more feathers, that's one of my projects. 
Nice. Yep. Same. <laughs> well, that's cool. good stuff. Eddie, uh, what about yeah, the preferred IVs? If you like IVs? the character, feel free to plus 10 him. That's what I did with Lissa. Um, his preferred IVs are a boon in HP, defense, and resistance. Um, I haven't double-checked it, but I'm guessing he wants resistance more than anything, because he's already uh, super powerful resistance. Uh, and anything to make sure that, you know, they can poke at him all day long, and he just sits there and laughs. <laughs> uh, he prefers a neutral speed and a negative attack, because, like I said, he doesn't hurt them back when they attack him, but they don't hurt him either, so... It's fair game all around. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, like, I guess we'll just keep moving. Uh, like, I, I look at those preferred IVs and I'm like, I don't... I guess the, I guess <laughs> They the, are good IVs. I can explain the build if you want, but they are really good IVs. Well, no, okay, well, let's talk about a build. Because, again, like we wanted to pass yeah. this off to our guests because I don't know if Eddie or I have ever even dabbled. Uh, normally, we just pull from Game Press, but I'm curious, since we have two Risk players, share your builds with us, guys. Like, convince us. Whirlwind, what, what are you using? So uh, I I'm planning on using this build, but I don't. I feel bad sacrificing Loki for it. But oh. uh, yeah, so I've put it in our Discord. So if people want to see the build, it's in the Discord too. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I plan on giving him Sea Duel Infantry Tree uh, because you want to use him in arena, of course. And then I would use him <laughs> as a debuffer, like with double ploys. So he would be using defense ploy. Uh, three and panic ploy three because uh with defense ploy i think it scales uh, it looks at the resistance right so he's already like maxed in resistance so he's gonna he's gonna have it all the time on every unit and mm -hmm. for a panic ploy it's looking at it at its hp and so it fits with uh, the colors colorless dual infantry giving him five more hp so i would go with uh, a boon in hp and then uh, bane in, in attack yeah so so that, yeah, that's why those RVs are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's a that's a very expensive build for for him. But I mean, if you you got Loki in twenty orbs, maybe you'll get another Loki yeah. in twenty orbs. Yeah, maybe. Never know. Uh, Opera, what about you? Do you have a Do you have a build? Do you agree with this build as a fellow Riss fan? What I, do you think? I actually have a different build. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, mine's more of a hey, hit me. I'm a better armor unit, and then I'll go heal other people. Um, so I'm rocking Fortress Defense, which will get swapped out to Defense Res when I finally pull Cliff. Uh, and then I have uh, Wings of Mercy on him. <laughs> uh, I, I like Wings of Mercy. Mm -hmm. um, and then Hone Speed, which is, I'd say the C skill is pretty uh, flexible. I know somebody in the chat did mention that the C skill on Loki is good on Wars. So, A, maybe. Um, and uh, I have Live to Serve as my seal. And I'm marking uh, Slow Plus as a different staff than uh, Whirlwind's got Pain. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mention my staff. Yeah, Pain. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's a. Those are solid, solid builds, I guess. Like Eddie, are you convinced? Do you want to build a Riss? I won't say these Risses, but do you want to build a Riss? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> you should do a plus uh, a free star plus ten. Oh. Sounds like I a mean, lot Eddie, of work. Eddie can use <laughs> Oprah's wrist in Grand Conquest now, and it's going to be his favorite mode ever. Yeah, yeah, you can use mine. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. If you guys are going to sacrifice like your Lokis and your Cliffs, then I'll, I'll, I hate. I will put this out there. I will use your wrist. I will live vicariously through you and through Grand Conquest. Does that sound like a good deal? 
Sure, he will steal all the kills. There you go. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I, I will admit the Wings of Mercy thing isn't a bad thing for him because that allows him to fly about and heal up characters. I mean, yeah. especially since he's not going to be damaging anyone. So. Yeah, my my team with him is uh, double hectares, mm-hmm. so they just kind of sit there, and then uh, and then he just kind of flies around. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, Wings of Mercy is a fun one. I really like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like being able to move my guy like just all over the place, and sometimes whenever I see it on pills, like yeah, sold. I'm I'm gonna throw a Wings of Mercy on there. But uh, yeah, that's that's really that's uh, something. Okay, Eddie, we did it. We we survived the Summoner's Focus Risk. We don't have to do it again. Right? Uh, unless they add another version of him into the game, that is correct. <laughs> Don't give them there more ideas. What are you yeah. doing? Okay, okay, okay. Mulder, when Mulder gets in. Who's Mulder? He's basically, he's basically, okay, he's basically Bartray and Weir's put together. Oh. Does he have, uh, is he bald? I think so, but he's got a really good mustache. Does he want I'm to sure. shave my head? <laughs> he's really manly he's really manly alright Mulder uh, looking forward to that yes. in the time. you think Scully will come quickly after Mulder is the Ike's mom <laughs> wait huh? Ike's mom is Scully no, X-Files reference is what I was referring no, to no I got that um, and I, was... I, I, I know I think the character is actually M-O-U-L-D-O Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, Ike's mom is right below Mulder in the uh, Choose Your Legend ball. <laughs> <So, laughs> uh, no, okay. I was referring to X Files because the name sounds like you know Fox oh. Mulder from uh, that show. Right, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so what do we uh, what do we got next on tap for for Summoner's Focus? Uh, next time for Summoner's Focus, we'll be doing Echo Shadow of Valencia. Uh, which also includes Gaiden, but all the characters from Gaiden were already in there. Uh, we can, you know, that includes uh, Camus by his alt name, Zeke. Uh, also, we just got Cliff, so he can pop in there too. So yeah, get bad. your messages out in Discord. Uh, we'll post up a question to get them in there too. Let us know who you want, and we'll make a straw poll next week. Sounds good. Uh, as for Game Club, just a quick update to folks. We are playing to Chapter 15, and you can look forward to that on the next episode when Game Club returns. But since we do have our guests here, before we wrap up the show, I did want to quickly ask uh, Gordon and Whirlwind here, what? Uh, how, how's your time in Shadow Dragon been going? Uh, Whirlwind, didn't you? one of you purchase the game on eBay, right, to get a physical Yeah, I, I'm the crazy guy that did. And it's expensive. <laughs> I, I think you probably spent costs, like uh, as to what the game would have cost when it came out, right? Uh, once or twice, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but was it worth it? Are you was enjoying it like your time? Eighty oh, bucks yeah. or something? Yeah, it was eighty eighty oh. Canadian dollars, so maybe uh, sixty dollar your your US dollars. Yep. Oh. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely enjoying it. Uh, it's it's different than the new games, as you were saying la- last week. Uh, like it's you, you can definitely see that it uh, aged. Uh, the story aged kind of boring, I guess. But uh, the strategic part of things, I really like it. Like you can see that the game is not a game that was designed to be uh, hard reset all the time, because there is like 
a, there's no turn wheel, there's no uh, rollback, there's no like save. Well, there is save points, but you can see that the devs expected you to to lose units, and that's what I, I kind of like about the games. Like, I think the game is played better if you let your units die and just yeah keep going. Oh really? I know you guys are just don't like it and can't stand having units die, but it's yeah. Part there's of the there's a part of me that wants to see their end card, and if I let them die, then I don't get to see their end card. Yeah, but and there's an there's another part of me at this point who has spent so much into some of these units that if I let them die, then I have no one who can replace them and do decent. Said well, that's you, a good point. you can get people in the the, the guidance chapters. I think they call it. Oh yeah, I'd have to lose a lot of units to get there, though. Yeah, but still, I, I really like uh, having the the, the, the hardcore uh, aspect of the game and having to let units die. And I feel like every move counts, so I, it's hard to get into. But yeah, I really like. I, I I like it, but I don't like to let it happen, which is weird. I don't know. I'm just weird, but. No, I I think that's a that's a good remark, and I, like I'm I the like same that way. it's there, but it's like you know, and it frustrates me when I have to redo a bunch of chapters. But I like that it's there, which is, yeah, just weird. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> Gordon. That this Mulder, yeah, I would much yeah. rather have Mulder in the game. <laughs> he looks really cool. He looks like Man. he looks like Riss before he got real old. <laughs> old. Uh, <laughs> I think Chris should shave him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's not bald. No, he's not bald. Risk, get on it. You're missing out. You, you gotta get his. Uh, you gotta get him on the bald head club. Um, Gordon, what do you? What about your time? Are you playing Shadow Dragon? Uh, I'm not actually. I'm playing Sacred Stones instead. I chose oh. to do that one instead. He voted. You voted for Sacred Sacred Stones. Yeah. You're like, you know what? <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm playing Sacred Stones. I mean, I I used you guys as just kind of a oh, what am I missing? But you know, I'm I decided to go for Sacred Stones. Yeah, and, and enjoying that. So and I, that's where Mulder comes from. Oh, okay. Well, I hope Sacred Stones comes up uh, for game in a future game club because yeah. it's been I've never played it. Uh, I I own it, but I've never I've never gone through it. So um, that's really cool. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're checking out Sacred Stones. And um, again. While we while we have you two here, I, I know I, I said I'd keep it to an hour, but quickly, like, what are your what are your thoughts on three houses? Like, uh, Gordon, like, are you looking forward to the new Switch version of Fire Emblem? Uh, yes. I I think the new class, the Inquisitor class, is highly broken. Because oh. <laughs> uh, I think what do they say? Swords, axes, and tomes. Oh wow! So um, I don't like the name at all. <laughs> I think I've, I've mentioned that. I, I think it's just kind of compared to like, let's say, the sacred stones to free houses. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, and I do like how the artist from Persona is actually being, doing the art for uh, for free houses, which makes me wonder if there's going to be Persona-like mechanics where they do. Uh, oh, forgive me for. Uh, going on about this but uh confidants and uh, social links and stuff like that from the persona games on to uh but it's it, it's probably just the art but it, it's enjoyable mm -hmm. quick, quick question what are confidants and social links uh, uh so persona yeah yeah so uh basically confidants and social links are uh basically 
characters will ask to hang out with you. And it's similar to supports in a way. Uh, actually, yeah. it's it's pretty much like supports, uh, except for you could do like tasks and you can go shopping if your characters and stuff like that. And it can usually le- lead to a relationship in the end. No, hmm. There did seem to be uh, running around town uh, dungeon-like mechanics in there. Yeah, so maybe yeah. they will allow for some out-of-battle you know, stuff to happen like that. Yeah. I didn't realize that the art was being done by one of the persona artists, but now that you mention it aloud, I can make that connection pretty easily. I'm surprised I missed it. So that that's not something they're touting that I've seen. Like I, or is it, did I just miss that announcement or no, I, I don't think so. I actually had to dive deep into that too. And uh, cause my friends and I noticed the similarities between the two. And then I, of course I looked it up and yeah, I I think the fire emblem artist is doing something or something like that. I, I can't remember. Okay. Possibly this game? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, what about you, Whirlwind? Are you excited for Three Houses? Looking forward to some new Fire Emblem content? Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a great game. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, we uh, we haven't visited the Outround well, Gate did, in a while, Eddie, so... Didn't you suggest, Whirlwind, that they should hold off Book 3 until Three Houses comes out? No, th- that was me. <laughs> uh, okay. Are for we... the name! Because then you could do Book 3 Houses. So, <laughs> I mean, like, would you would you put it past them to to do something like that? Like, they could, they but they'd have to fill the gap somehow, right? Yeah. If, yeah. I was gonna say, if they hadn't already closed out book two, I, I could see them doing that. But the fact that they've already closed out book two, and as much as I hope it comes sooner, I do not expect um, three houses before April at the earliest. Mm. Yeah, you know, I'm hoping for sooner, but I'm not holding my breath for anything earlier. The the cool thing though is that no matter when we get book three, I think it's safe to say that book three will include three houses heroes. So even if they start book three before three houses, you'll still get that the idea of book three three houses. So I think you'll still you'll still get that that fun, uh, so to speak. But we haven't had any news in Fire Emblem Three Houses in a while, so I wanted to get you know dust off the old Outram Gate and get in there and, and have a quick chat with our guests because we're at the end of the show. That's going to do it for our live episode. Um, before I close things out, Gordon, is there anywhere where people can check you online that you want to you know plug? Yeah. Uh, well, you could check me on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash operazombie707. And I also have a Extra Life stream on November 7th, starting bright and early at uh, 5 a.m. Nice. And uh, at, at around about 4 p.m., something like that, one of my best friend's going to join me, and we're going to go through hopefully all of uh, Path of Radiance on hard mode with uh, no resets. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Wow. Okay, so how are you... Uh, <laughs> how are you... You're, you're, you're going to stream your Path of Radiance, right? Uh, I think we're probably just going to emulate it, but we'll see what we can do. Okay, cool. Well, I, I wish you good luck, good sir. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have not played Path of die. Radiance. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> uh, Whirlwind, what about you? Uh, anywhere that people can find you online? Uh, not really. <laughs> I got a baby right now, and it's eating all my time, so I've not been online a lot. Uh, you can find me on the Discord, I guess. Just yeah. come hop in the Gamers and Discord. Now. Yeah, for sure. No, that's a really good point. All right, well, uh, before we head out of here, I always leave the last word to Eddie. Eddie, let us go out on some on some fine knowledge. Here to do what I can.
Visit us on the web at gabersinpodcast.com slash Faye. Email the show, Faye at gabersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel that Whirlwind mentioned at the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at rmurphy, eddie, at drowfear, and don't forget to follow the show at the Gamers In for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning. Thank you.